0: Hello, welcome back to a new episode of Roast Wheel and today we are going to talk about a quite a tricky coffee to master, whether it's roasting or brewing. It is our Pacamara coffee, our micro lot from Maria Rivera in the region of Chalatenango in El Salvador. I say tricky and you will understand why. Um, because uh, this coffee, first of all, is a micro lot and it offers a lot of complexity meaning that uh, when you modulate the flavor you can really uh, turn 180 from a certain notes to others and it's it offers so much complexity that uh, sometimes you you get lost uh, when you are cupping or tasting the coffee and trying to find um, find your the right approach and uh, and the objective basically but let's uh, let's see what we are going to uh, talk about. As usual, we're going to see about the, the green bean, the green coffee, um, its characteristics. Then we are going to dive into the roast profile and, uh, and our approach and why we took that, those approaches. And then uh, some results. So let's talk about the green coffee. Pacamara is big, very big. As a matter of fact, it is the offspring of two already big beans uh, called Maragogipe and Paca. So, if you put them together, it's pacamará. Mara. And um, size screen wise, we are above 20. Uh, sizes go from, hmm, was it 12, 13, up to 20 uh, ish, 25 ish maybe. And those are really, really, really big, big uh, beans. Uh, green. So, even when it's roasted, you can imagine it's really like almost double the size. And um, it has a quite average uh, density, around 670 grams per liter and a kind of lower moisture of 10.5, which is really good when you take it from 10 to 12%. However, um, if you compare it to Ethiopians, which are In my case, around 11% moisture, uh, 10.5 will tell you that it needs a more gentle approach if you don't want to scorch or burn the surface. Also, what is interesting about this coffee is its um, water activity, uh, which is um, quite close to 0.6, which is the limit. So, what is water activity? Uh, as opposed to to moisture. Moisture content is, as it says, the content of uh, water in the coffee. Now, water activity, to just put it simple without getting into the detail, water activity is how those water molecules can travel, how free they are inside the coffee. And the greater that number, which is from zero to one, um, the more unstable that coffee will be. Uh, that's a, a a number that we use mostly during uh, storing, basically, and, and resting, and warehousing, etc., etc. And this one, uh, so usually you get it uh, somewhere between 0.5 to 0.6. That's like the the good average. But the higher you get, and the uh, the more your your coffee won't fade, but it will just change. It's a it's a changing. Uh, kind of being, I know, I know it's weird, but it's it, it really changed uh, the profile if you do the same thing basically, and that's what happened with this coffee actually. Um, earlier, uh, earlier this year, with this coffee, well, I got it in uh, when did I get this coffee? In June, July, um, I could get a pretty fast roast and get those basically what I was looking for: caramel, apple. And grapefruit within 10 minutes, and uh, and I think 10-15 seconds. Right now, our profile are 15 to 20 seconds, bit longer, and I will explain that in the uh, second part. So let's talk about the second part, Uh, the roast profile. As I said, we have to take into consideration our green coffee. Here we have a large bean with a quite low moisture level and that's why it's really counterintuitive because it's really weird because bigger bean needs more energy to cook the inside right it's like a big um piece of steak or big uh, chunk of, of of vegetable or whatever you are cooking um the bigger the piece when you chop a uh, an ingredient the more heat you you need to apply or the longer you need to heat up that ingredients to come to a, a level of doneness that you want, right? Same thing with coffee. Uh, the smaller the bean, uh, the the kind of um, the quicker you can go through the inside. The bigger the bean, the longer. Now, it's not just the size. It's also the density and the moisture. And here, our moisture is a bit lower than those 11-12% it's open that I have. So, I need to back down on my heat. But if I back down on my heat, I won't cook the inside because it's a big bean. So, you see, that's where the challenge is. Apply applying enough heat, enough energy while not burning the surface. And that is really, really tricky. So, what I did for this roast, instead of playing with the heat, I extended uh, some phases here. And I started with a relatively uh, low charge. Here, um, I charged this coffee like an Ethiopian natural. It's actually the same uh, charge temperature as my Ethiopian natural, which can sound weird, right? Because uh, it's a wash process and it's big. But its moisture level is lower, and um, and obviously it's not in a quick roast like my Ethiopian natural that I have. I then soak the coffee for um, for 30 seconds, and that soaking phase, I feel like it, the I feel like the bigger the size of the bean, the uh, the more soaking it will need. In a way that you need to be a little bit more gentle versus a kind of small Ethiopian bean sometimes that you probably don't need soaking or maybe just 20 or 10 seconds. Here, here I, I did a 30 second uh, soak time before applying my, uh, my energy. And, uh, ah, I haven't mentioned my batch size, which is very important. It is also the same as my uh, Ethiopian natural batch size, which is 70% of the total capacity and uh, although usually I use 80% 80 or 75% um, of the total capacity, the reason why I use 70% is because of the volume. Um, The mass is really important, but also the volume. Why? Because in roasting, especially in the uh, later stage of roasting, like in the second part, um, the convection uh, uh, kind of gets more and more uh, involved in the heat transfer and convection works with Air. Now, if you have the same, let's say, a cylinder and the same amount of bean, like let's say 100 grams of Ethiopian bean or, um, or, uh, or like a, a PVR is very small beans and 100 grams of, uh, the pacamara, um, volume wise, the pacamara are going to fill the, um, the, the cylinder more, right? So, I, I kind of applied that uh, strategy and reduce my um, my, my charge weight of, of, uh, of this camera to allow enough air to circulate so that I won't use too much of the conduction and then I avoid uh, some scorching. Because I tried basically when I when I did my test, I did it with 80%, 75%, and every time it was either too long. Or if it was too short, it was a bit scorching. So I decided to reduce my charge weight. And then I found an optimal of 70% of the charge weight. So let's go back to the curve now. So 70% of the charge like a natural Ethiopian 30 second soak. And here I'm, uh, I'm going for like a, a color change of four minutes and a half, which is quite classic in, my, in all my roast profile. Um, although my Ethiopians, my like kind of light fruity roast are more into the four minutes uh, mark for the change color change, and my uh, um, Latin Americans or slightly larger bean more towards the four minutes and a half. And here that number is really um, is really it won't impact too much the cup it's just an indication of if you went too fast or too slow, if it's like three minutes with this charge in this configuration, obviously every roaster is different. Uh, I've seen some roaster that literally roast a coffee in three minutes. Uh, so every every configuration is different. But for a classic drum roaster, um, below three minutes, um, that means that you've been you you've been applying a lot of heat at the beginning, and you may encounter some some defects, some scorching or tipping. If it's too long, then you are not building enough pressure to reach your, uh, your first crack at X time or X temperature. So you may have a what we call a baked profile. And uh, that's why I like somewhere between, I don't know, 4 to 6 will be, uh, will be a suggestion. Because I know that for our decaf, we, our color change is about 5 minutes-ish. And plus five, five fifteen, I think. So then we have our crack at, let me check, eight minutes and uh, between eight thirty and eight forty-five. So before, uh, when I say before, it was maybe two months early uh, ago. Um, we used to have that crack at 8, 10, 8.15 and now. Basically, I just roasted it as usual with the old profile and I found some a slightly vinegary notes and some umami uh, So very savory notes and I was like, oh, what's what's different in this coffee? The the moisture kind of dropped a little bit uh, but Nothing really changed apart from that. Uh, the profile was perfectly um, kind of consistent. So what was the difference? And basically, the uh, what I'm, I'm I'm guessing is that uh, the water activity changed the internal composition of the bean. Doesn't mean that it it make it bad. Uh, it's the total opposite. It's just that you need to kind of navigate, and that's like the other complexity of roasting. Uh, you don't just have to take into consideration the outside environmental change, but also sometimes the green bean change, especially with a um, with water activity that is kind of closer to 0.6 that I mentioned earlier. So that's why I extended that phase uh, between the, um, the uh, color change and the crack by, by first 5, 10, 15, 20 second and um, in about 20 second uh, kind of extension of that phase I found back my uh, my notes because I always back up with testing notes, of course. And um, we uh, we haven't changed the uh, the development phase or time after crack, uh, and it's about a minute and fifty seconds here, between uh, a minute forty and, and a minute fifty, to have a delta of temperature between uh, between the crack temperature and the uh, end temperature of 4 degrees, 3 to, f- three to 4 degrees. It's quite um, light, even lighter than previously. Previously it was, I think, 5. But, you remember, because I extended my, my, my roast, I was able to reduce my end temperature to get um, kind of the same uh, profile. And get all the uh, sweetness from those caramelly notes. Uh, and the fruitiness from basically the green coffee taste. I really didn't want to lose those apple and grapefruit uh, notes in this coffee. And still get the caramel taste. If I, if I roasted that coffee like the previous profile. Ending uh, 5 or 6 degrees after crack temperature. I will probably get... Well, I will because I tried... Some butterscotch scotch note, some kind of bitter sweetness. It's a nice sweetness, but you always have like that kind of kind of bitterness in your aftertaste, and um, that's that kind of stay in my mind a lot. And uh, I, I couldn't kind of stand having the, all those fruitier um, notes, this very round acidity, that sweetness, and a little bitterness that came from those extra 2-3 degrees. So, I back down on my end temperature. And as a result, we have a a total time somewhere between 10 minutes uh, 10.30 to 10.45 and a a weight loss of 13.75%. For espresso, uh, for espresso, I did the exact same profile except uh, very similar to kind of the Banco TT espresso. I just extended the time after the crack to two minutes and 15 seconds. So we have a total roast duration for espresso here of about 11 minutes a bit less and a weight loss of 14.25% and the idea was really to get a um, a silky smooth texture in mouthfeel, and get like a light to medium color to really get the vibrancy of the uh, the fruits, the grapefruit and the apple, and uh, a really sweet caramel uh, tone. Hope this was helpful. This was a really tricky um, coffee to roast. It took me a good eight eight roasts to really nail that one. I love. Pacamara is because uh, when you brew them you can really emphasize the, the fruitier aromas or the, the stronger kind of bolder ones. So to me it's almost like a... I won't say that it's the co- one coffee fits all because that doesn't exist. But with this coffee you can really go in the lighter section and in the dark, in the dark side as well. So if you're in a household that if someone likes really light fruity juicy coffees and someone else more chocolatey uh, dark notes uh, with this coffee you can really get both uh, if you get to the extremes or, but in the middle it's also perfect i hope this was um, helpful in this um, episode we'll dig a little bit about the, the shelf life and the the water activity of the coffee if you have any questions please let me know um, uh, next week I uh, probably uh, I haven't done the Halloberity uh, one uh, and, um, and in each episode of Roast with Memory I try to introduce a new concept or new terminology of roasting today it was the water activity uh, and the bean size um, previously we did a little bit about the acid degradation and carbonization, caramelization etc so I'll see what, uh, what we'll do uh, next week but I really want you to, uh, to kind of learn more about how, uh, how we approach each coffee and what's, uh, what's our philosophy behind each bean. Really, each coffee uh, has to be taken individually first, but also per season and uh, per roast. Every, uh, every coffee will, is reacting differently every day almost. So it requires a lot of focus and consistency and uh, consistency uh, to us is the new quality thank you very much and uh, see you next time